This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian perspective on the news. Dr. Peter Hammond, he's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. Hebrews 11 speaks about this great cloud of witnesses that are encouraging us to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus and to get away from all those things that entangle us as we run the race of faith. And uh, last week, on the 14th of April, we lost a great missionary mobilizer, George Verver. And uh, I think it's so important to reflect on this extraordinary life. I think he must have been one of the most influential missionary mobilizers of the 20th century, if not of all time. And uh, George Verver, uh, the husband of Drenna, father of Ben, Daniel and Krista, he completed his earthly pilgrimage and journey after a brief battle with cancer, dying peacefully at home near London, surrounded by his family. Now, George Viver was a very good friend of our mission, and he was a co-worker with my father-in-law, Reverend Bill Bathman. Hmm. My wife, Lenora, remembered Uncle George being a regular guest around the dinner table in the home near Salzburg in Austria. And in this past week, I think um, people around the world have been saddened to lose this phenomenal missionary mobilizer George Weber who's founded Operation Mobilization and really pioneered the short-term missionary movement and George Weber literally mobilized tens of thousands of missionary volunteers to proclaim in word and action God's love around the globe and the global impact of Operation Mobilization has been enormous. OM has now 3,300 missionary workers from 134 countries working in 147 countries and it's estimated that well over 160,000 missionary volunteers have participated in OM outreaches. That means they've gone through a training process and been mobilized. 160,000 mobilized through one mission and that's only part of the impact. OM itself has birthed another 300 different missions. Out of OM has grown missions like Youth for the Mission and Frontiers, Frontiers being the biggest mission the world focused on the Muslim world and uh, 300 different other mission agencies started by OMers or launched as a result of contact with OM. An absolutely incredible impact. I don't think anyone has done more for gospel literature and literature evangelism than George Weber. George Weber through his Send the Light Trust and Send the Light was his favorite hymn and Send the Light was the name of the publishing agency that he launched and uh, they have mobilized, especially through the missionary ships, the Dulos and the Logos and Logos Hope, they've been able to distribute Bibles and books throughout the world in the most amazing way. In fact, the, the impact of the ship ministry, which is really God's Navy, has been phenomenal. 45 million people have visited their ships, the Logos, the Logos Hope, uh, Logos 2 and Dulos. And uh, we've had them visiting in Cape Town as well, of course, but they've gone into many restricted access areas in the Muslim Middle East and Asia where 
uh, gospel witness is very limited and had people coming on board by the tens of thousands. In fact, OM ships have visited 480 different ports in 151 countries and territories around the globe with 45 million visitors coming on board. I mean, can you imagine? And George Weber has gone through a phenomenally interesting life. He started out ministering in Mexico, one of the most colorful missionaries of all time. Um, I don't think I've ever heard such a brutally honest uh, mission speaker, and I've been at many missions conferences with him, and I've driven him around and hosted him as well. And the man is absolutely tireless, energetic. Right to his last days, he is organizing podcasts and communicating to people uh, from his bed. And uh, many times I'd be getting a, a call or a message or a letter to him. I'm in Singapore, I'm in um, Hong Kong, wherever it may be, uh, Shanghai, and he would be communicating the whole time on the road. Even when I was driving him around Cape Town, he'd be communicating with a different place in Asia, the Middle East and India. Uh, he moved to London um, at the invitation of my father-in-law, Bill Bethlen, and made his established his base there. The first time I met George Weber, it was at Sendingwerk at Stellenbosch University. He was a guest speaker, and he had just spoken to Pactout Studentikirk, and there was standing room only. And as he was walking by, I reached out my hand and stated, I'm the son-in-law of Bill Bathman. Well, George immediately stopped. He spun around and he exclaimed, Bill Bathman is the reason there is an operation mobilization. Wow. And he related how Bill Bathman interviewed him in Spain, invited him to come for a series of meetings in England, and how Bill Bathman's network, network of coffee bars, youth groups, Bible studies, and prayer meetings across England, provide the platform and the initial recruits for Operation Mobilization. And that included Bill Bathman's right-hand man, Mike Evans, who ended up running OM in France uh, for decades. Later, Mike Evans became principal of the Geneva Bible Institute. Well, the first of the OM short-term mission outreaches, and this was unique in missions history, never before had there been such mobilization of lay people as like, like our citizens' army or defense force call-ups that get Christian lay people from all over the world to come on outreaches. And the first uh, summer outreaches that have a summer conference, as they call it, to motivate and mobilize the people, provide initial training, and then they would disperse all over Europe. And uh, the first uh, summer they, in 1962, they mobilized 200 people. The next summer, 2,000. Hmm. And it just kept growing and growing until now 160,000 have gone through there different summer short-term outreach opportunities. Absolutely phenomenal. Now, George Weber based himself in England. Later, he moved to India in 1963 with his family and uh, lived in Bombay. And the work that uh, George Weber and the OM people did in India is absolutely extraordinary. They planted over 3,000 churches and 107 Christian schools in India, which is just phenomenal. He later moved to Nepal. And when he launched the Logos ship, he became the first ship's director, and his whole family lived on board the ship for three years, traveling around Africa in particular, and then going off to back to India. So he's the author of books like uh, Out of the Comfort Zone, and uh, he certainly modeled that, that we need to never get so comfortable where we are, that we're not willing to consider a new location or vocation in the advancement of God's kingdom. And uh, he wrote a lot of great books. Uh, Confessions of a Toxic Perfectionist, uh, Drips from a Leaking Tap, Messiology, and uh, 
where he calls for grace awakening, speaking about where you get two or three of God's people together, you get a mess, and we need to recognize it. And we need a grace awakening because toxic perfectionism and unrealistic expectations of perfectionism can cripple relationships and the people who've got a ministry of criticism and a gift of discouragement and there's character assassins out there who don't seem to appreciate that God works with broken, fallible people from broken homes and broken backgrounds. And yet, because of God's sovereign grace, he's able to still do a great work despite the fact that he's working with very imperfect people. And we must not be so ungracious to fail to see the grace of God at work, even in different characters and countries, different denominations, uh, different organizations. And uh, we must not uh, be those who criticize. They're those who criticize and they're those who do. And he is very concerned about a hyper-perfectionist, pharisaical legalism that can cripple Christian work. And uh, as he said, uh, the Christian army is the only army that seems to shoot and bayonet its wounded. And we should rally around our people who are in trouble and have fallen, and we should not be those who shoot our own side. And unfortunately, many Christians spend more time fighting fellow Christians, especially those who try to do something, rather than doing something themselves to fulfill the Great Commission. Jim, the main thing was the Great Commission, and he dedicated his life to filling the world with gospel literature and mobilizing Christians to make an impact, a phenomenal impact. And uh, all of his books are now available completely free on his georgeverver.com website. If anyone goes to www.georgeverver, that's V-E-R-W-R, georgeverver.com, all of his great books, Revolution of Love, Hunger for Reality, great books, um, available completely free, download as Kindles or PDFs. And uh, we've put up a tribute to George Verver, uh, linked to the radio article I did and with the presentation I gave last night at a memorial service we ran here at Livingston House at the Reformation Society for George Verver. And that, power, uh, that presentation, PowerPoint a video, is going to be on this website so if you go on to www.frontlinemissionsa.org you can read more about the incredible life of George Verver, his vision, his mission and uh, it's just an amazing legacy being left behind that we've got uh, so many Christians mobilized and the vision of Christians being able to use short-term ministry for long-term goals assisting with uh, local churches and missions for that you might devote only three Three months in outreach but that everyone can have a part go back and uh, flourish in your church with the insights you've learned from the field so praise god for george verver and his ministry and the verse that comes to my mind over this is 1 corinthians 15 58 therefore my beloved brethren be steadfast and movable always abounding in the work of the lord knowing that in the lord your labor is not in vain <laughs> This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.